0: The talk is done. It's time to time to not talk anymore. It's time to go. It's time to perform, um, and they know that.
1: That's going to be our messages that we just have to get out there and and do what we do and trust our shape and our, our shape's really good and the conditioning and as they say the haze in the barn right now. So let it fly and don't walk off that mat with any regrets. Of man, you know what I, I I probably should have got after more the first period.
2: Actually, there's no better place to spend spring break than Detroit. <laughs> No doubt about it. Well, it's really wherever wherever the national tournament's at. That's where the best place to spring spring break to be spent, at least for for wrestling.
3: better to spend spring break than Detroit, Michigan. Home of the 2022 NCAA Championships, which begin this week at Little Caesars Arena. Hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome to In the Room, a wrestling podcast from the Des Moines Register. I'm Cody Goodwin, the Register's wrestling writer, and I'm glad you're here. Happy Monday, March 14th, or Tuesday, March 15th, if that's when you're tuning in. Got the first of a few podcasts I'm hoping to churn out this week to get you guys ready for the big dance in Detroit later this week. Today's show, pretty straightforward. Got some interviews with all three Division I teams and a handful of wrestling. As well, um, in their final media availability before the national tournament, you heard their voices at the top of the podcast, and you will hear them again momentarily. Iowa coach Tom Brands, Iowa State coach Kevin Dresser, Northern Iowa coach Doug Schwab, also got to talk with Hawkeye wrestlers Michael Cameron and Alex Marinelli, as well as Cyclone wrestlers. David Carr, and Marcus Coleman. Before we get to those interviews, though, just a quick overview of each team heading into the NCAA championships this week. Iowa's taking all 10 starters, and they are one of just three teams taking all 10 starters. The others, NC State and Northwestern. Pretty dope, right? Iowa's 10 qualifiers, 8 of them are seeded in the top ten. Five of them are seeded in the top 5, no number 1 seeds for the Hawkeyes this week, but this is a team capable of repeating as NCAA champs if they all bring their A game and wrestle above their projected seeds, right? Iowa going to be in the thick of a three-team race with Michigan and Penn State to decide the national team title this week based on seeded projections. Nittany Lions are the favorites, probably give Michigan the nod over Iowa right now, but we all know that things don't really go according to plan at the NCAA championships. It'll be up to the Hawkeyes to pounce and punch a little bit above their weight if they want to walk out as the national team champs again. Iowa State taking nine out of ten starters, and they are one of nine teams taking nine out of ten starters. The others, Penn State, Michigan, Mizzou, Cornell, Minnesota, Oklahoma – Penn and Wisconsin. Of Iowa State's nine qualifiers, only three are seated in the top 10, and just two others are seated in the top 20. So this is a Cyclones team, very capable of a top 10 team finish this week, but it's going to take a collective effort to get them there, especially since four guys aren't projected to even get to Friday based solely on their seeds, and only two of them are projected to make the podium. That's David Carr, number one overall seed at 157 pounds, and Marcus Coleman, the eighth seed at 184. Northern Iowa's taken eight of ten starters as well as an alternate you'll hear doug explain that here in just a moment and they are one of eight teams bringing eight total qualifiers. The others, Lehigh, Nebraska, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, Oregon State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Of Northern Iowa's eight qualifiers, six are seated in the top 20 at their weights, but only one of them in the top 10. That's Parker Kekgeisen, the fourth overall seed at 184 pounds. Panthers also have a pair of guys starting in the pigtails Derek Holschlag at 157, Tyrell Gordon at heavyweight. Like the Cyclones, these Panthers have top 10 capability, but they're going to need a pretty strong tournament. In in order to reach that ceiling this week. That's a quick overview of each team. This week's going to be so much fun, you guys. I can't wait to get to Detroit. we got plenty of stories, content, a few more podcasts, hopefully, fingers crossed, coming your way to get you ready for all the action. With that said, let's get to the bulk of today's show. The interviews, seven of them in total, will go in this order. First, Tom, Kemmer, Marinelli. Then we'll go dresser, David Carr, Marcus Coleman. And then we'll end with Northern Iowa coach, Doug Schwab. Always grateful for their time and always grateful for your time as well, thank you again for tuning in. I hope y'all enjoy.
4: Start right, with questions for Coach Brand, and then we'll get followed with uh, Marinelli and Kemmer. You got a question for Coach? You can throw your hand up in the participant window. Awesome. Awesome. All right.
5: K.J. Dolce is going to go first. K.J., the floor is yours, buddy. Coach, uh, a lot of times words like loyalty and dedication kind of get thrown around loosely, but how does that kind of describe the contribution that Michael Kemmerer has made to this program over, over the span of his career?
0: Yeah, I mean, this whole group, we talk about it all the time. The character that they have is top notch and... Um, You know, you specifically mentioned Kemmer and his loyalty and, you know, coming back for your seventh year, if you can, does that mean you're loyal? Uh, That's part of it, but it's also, he has a true enjoyment for his teammates, for the program, uh, for the sport. Um, All those things together is, you know, it adds to something that's really important in his life. I mean, it's important to his family. So, um, yeah, I think there's loyalty there to, to perform, maybe, but it's more about just an enjoyable experience that um, he he wants to keep a good thing going.
4: Next question, Tom is from Chris Werner.
6: Hey, Coach. Yeah, I was just wondering. You know, this is the tournament. Your team has stressed the whole
1: season, and. Is there maybe a different feel in the wrestling room this week for preparation than maybe other weeks?
0: I think that anytime you get down to the national tournament, it feels different. Um, You know, a lot of these guys are veterans. um, And so, you know, they've been there before, but that doesn't mean that you're you're not. There's maybe an extra buzz, excited buzz. Um, Our young guys can pick up on that. Um, Not being there before but remember these guys have trained and prepared for important tournaments their whole lives even a guy like Drake Ayala so Really the familiar part of it is an important part of it in the preparation and how they're gonna You know walk out on that map for the first match and then whatever their path looks like through the tournament Uh, being a veteran or being a newcomer, you've been there before and it's just about doing what you do best and sticking to your routine to keep the nerves down if that's a factor, I, I don't, we don't talk a lot about that uh, because these guys, they know how to manage that stuff. The talk is done, it's time to, time to not talk anymore, it's time to go, it's time to perform um, and they know that Awesome, we got Kemmer and Marinelli here, so I'll let you get to them appreciate it. We're fired up. We're excited. Thanks Brewer anything Thanks, else? Son. Not good. I, I don't believe so. You're good
7: What's up everybody?
4: Yep, dog. What's up man?
7: Not much. What's going on? <laughs>
4: Hey, man, not much. Spring fever, baby. You got your flip-flops on?
7: Yeah, you know, we're uh, the, the theme is we're blocking out the haters, so we got the shades going. <laughs> uh, we got the good vibes. We got the spring vibes.
4: Right on. Any questions for uh, Cool Cat, Mike, and Chemdog? Throw your hand up and we'll get started. Chemdog, first question from KJ Pilcher.
5: Uh, Michael obviously uh, feeling good coming into the uh, uh, national tournament with the uh, sunglasses but uh, physically how are you feeling coming into this uh, final tournament?
7: Feeling really good. Um, feel as good as I've felt um, you know after that tournament medical forefront out doing what was uh, the best decision with the coaching staff and the training staff and having 100% confidence in that and going forward now we're we're feeling good we're feeling ready to go and ready to win some tough matches.
5: You know, coming into the national tournament, uh, you know, this has been a very long career for you and a lot of, uh, you know, adversity along the way. What, what is the sense coming in? Is it more excitement, relief? Um, what, what's coming into this, uh, uh, feeling for you for the final tournament?
7: Yeah. Lots of excitement. Um, just, Love competing, putting that singlet on, stepping out there every time. I mean, in in, uh, seven years of being here, it's never gotten old. And um, I love being out there, feeling that atmosphere, having those coaches in my corner, um, watching my teammates wrestle, then going out and competing, all those things. It's just another opportunity to do that and on the big stage. And a big part of coming back was being able to do that with my teammates and now with a full crowd, full capacity crowd and all that. So you throw all those factors in there and you know, I'm feeling pretty blessed to get one more tournament.
5: Uh, one last uh, thing. What was the, the number one reason to come back? Was it for another shot at a, a national title or was it uh, more team oriented or, or what was the, the number one motivating factor for this season?
7: Yeah, I mean, as cliche as it sounds, that the number one reason for coming back was just to be able to have the chance to wrestle again. And, um, you know, after I took some time away, I realized that probably the, definitely the number one thing that I love to do the most is go out and wrestle. And I feel like I'm a wrestler. I was born to wrestle, and it's a tough sport, and it uh, has lots of ups and downs. But for me, it's what I'm supposed to be doing. It's what I love to do. So um, it really when i looked at myself it was a
4: no-brainer camera the next question from steve batterson yeah hey, michael what uh what have you learned from your past experiences that, are, that will benefit you this week
7: yeah um i think it's good having gone through the tournament knowing what to expect knowing what it feels like to be out there um so that helps uh, i would also say just um you know, knowing that guys are going to give you their best effort at nationals. So you got to be ready. you got to be ready to raise your level. you got to be at your best, and uh, I look forward to that. I like whenever guys give me their best match. I want guys' best matches. So it's just being aware of that. Guys are going to have their level high, and uh, you got to pick up on
4: that. Anything else for Michael Cameron? I like Enjoy your workout. Good luck this weekend. Sounds good. Marinelli, you got to tell me is Matt Nelson wearing shades in there too?
8: <clears throat> Nobody can be.
4: I get Matt Nelson some shades. All right. Anyone with questions for 165 pounder Alex Marinelli? We're going to start with a question from Steve Batterson. Hey, Alex, how would you describe the mindset in the room right now?
8: It's just feeling good. Uh, we're uh, we're there. I think Tom said it best, you know, enough talking and uh, go do the work. I think that's the vibe. And, um, you know, we don't need to get too amped up because we know we've been there before. Um, you know, taking it one match at a time, uh, doing what we what we do best, and that's wrestling. And uh, Kemmer, Kemmer said it best. He's born to wrestle, and we're born to do this. I think we're born to be champions and that's the mindset
4: next question alex this
5: is from kj pilcher uh one uh are you and kevin were getting ready for a csi spin-off like csi iowa wrestling or
1: no i just anything
5: like that with the, the shades
8: no we're just blocking out the haters there's a lot of haters we gotta our future's bright you know it's a little a little cheesy but we're gonna we're gonna stick to that future's bright we gotta we gotta protect our eyes
5: uh what, what is the what's kind of the mentality uh of right now are you guys kind of coming into this tournament you know loose and and uh kind of ready to, to roll a little bit
8: i mean you know how we compete we compete with uh with intensity with a lot of fight and a lot of grit and a lot of resilience uh resiliency and we just we uh, we go in there for business right so uh we're going to stick to what we know and we we got business to do and to take care of. And, um, we always step on the mat, expecting to win, expecting a fight. And, um, you know, it's the same thing every time, but it's, but it's the biggest, the biggest stage in college wrestling and that's the national tournament. So we gotta, we gotta take it as each match is the finals. So I'm
4: gonna jump in the chat room here. And did you want to ask, ask a question? It looks like you're having technical difficulties.
7: No, I'm good.
4: Thank you. All right. Anybody else for Alex Marinelli? All right. The talk is done. Enjoy your work. Alex, good luck this week again. Thanks. See you.
9: What has the uh, training
1: been like between Tulsa and this week? Uh, I would just real upbeat right now. Everybody's pretty upbeat. I think the mood, you know, we've got our last scrap here. I'm um, at 10:30 this morning on Monday here, and I think you know, just the mood's been really, really good and light, and um, you know, excited. I think it's the key word right now. Everybody's excited, and uh, you know, we went into the Big 12 zero and zero, and had some good things happen, and had some bad things happen, but we get to be zero and zero one more time. So we just got to learn from that. What were
9: some big picture lessons or takeaways from their performance in Tulsa? Because it
1: seemed like the high highs, but also some low lows, maybe at some weights. You know, we lost some close matches and um, I think probably just maybe a little tentative and held our cards a little bit. So I think we just have to be more aggressive. And, um, you know, it's one thing to lose and feel like you you didn't throw it all out there. It's okay to lose if you go out there and you throw it all out there. So that's going to be our message is that we just have to get out there and, and do what we do and trust our shape and our, our shape's really good and the conditioning and, as they say, the haze in the barn right now. So let it fly and don't walk off that mat. With any regrets, a man, you know what I, I, I probably should have got after more the first period. What do you think of the seeds overall for NCAAs? Uh, you know, I guess maybe I'm just getting old and that I don't get as high or low with those. I don't get to, you know, uh, you know. Sure, there's some situations that you wish you could maybe be somewhere else, but then when you start trying to predict that, somebody gets upset, and you know, it's kind of like at uh, 125, you know, Tarakina got beaten a barn burner with Teskey, and then he comes back and he's got the number two seed right away. Um, and if he wins that match, then maybe it looks a little different. But if you looked at it uh, before the tournament started, he had kind of a clear path, clearer path to get, you know, to the third place match. But so you, you just, you can't second guess yourself. You just gotta wrestle the guy they put in front of you.
10: With how well you are able to keep your emotions low, what's your message to your guys who maybe don't necessarily, since they're still so young?
1: I think we did a good job of putting them in a lot of tough situations this year, uh, with a lot of you know a lot of good dual meets. I mean, if you think about it, they went on the road and won at UNI. They went on the road and won at Missouri. They went on the road and won at Oklahoma State. Uh, they they had you know they were pretty battle tested in terms of wrestling in big environments where everybody was against them. So and then you know wrestling in uh, Tulsa is definitely like an Oklahoma State dual meet. So I don't think they're going to get uh, cheered against as much in at the NCAs, if they tried so we should be good there um how do you like Marcus's
9: situation in Tulsa um how do you how do you talk to an athlete who's going through something like that you know at a pretty pivotal point during a
1: pretty really good season I don't know? believe there's a handbook on that one right there I don't think I think everybody's different um uh, I was involved in Breaking that news to him, and uh, of course he was super emotional right from the 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 minute the words came out of uh, our mouths, and um, when he should have been, you know, we walked around the hotel a little bit right afterwards, and I said, I know it's going to be hard for you. Uh, You probably have zero interest in wrestling right now, but you got to find some find some interest. And I think he really stepped up on Sunday and did a good job. And you know, I think he's excited now, and I think he really gets the zero and zero part. So I always say you got to go through a lot of obstacles to get on that podium and that was an unusual obstacle for him
10: what is it like for you as his coach to see just how far Marcus's maturity has come um after he won on Saturday or Sunday it was Sunday um he told me he just didn't really want to but he found that strength to just go out there and fight for his team and do it for his team you know how big is it for you to see how far he's come
1: yeah his character and he's he's really uh he's really matured you know he's always been a talent and early on when he got in tough situations you know like a lot of kids when they're young uh he didn't do so well but I think the more times you get put in the fire uh the better you get at being in the fire and you know he's been put in the fire a lot this year and won some big matches for us and so you know even you started to see it last year uh at the NCAA tournament the Big 12s I mean he got on a roll he got to the round of 16 last year and I could tell when he lost that it really bothered him and so his training and his consistency to not have that happen again has been really good and so I I think he's going to have I think he's going to be real competitive all weekend
9: when he first committed here he was I mean he was one of KJ's guys Mm -hmm. so how has your guys's
1: kind of relationship evolved since he finally got to campus I think anytime you get a new coaching staff in and you weren't recruited by that coaching staff there becomes that trust issue so it's more of them trusting us and and getting comfortable with us, but I felt like he did that pretty early on. Um, he's kind of a quiet kid by nature, so he's always thinking, and the wheels are always turning, but he doesn't he doesn't express it uh, as much as other kids might. But I really saw with him when things I always say when things get really hard, you go one of two ways: you either bust through it, or else you know you quit. And he he was put in a really tough situation last year. You know, Obviously, Younger got here. Marcus was at 197. And the first couple times they worked out, or maybe the first five or six times they worked out, Younger just took it to him. And and I think Marcus saw that there was an upcoming uh, wrestle-off. And Marcus was hurt at the beginning of last year. Of course, last year was crazy because the beginning was January. And he started getting healthy at the end of January. And then the wrestle-off came in February. And he improved and he pushed through that. But that month of January was really telling for me to see how he was going to handle you know the adversity of just a really good guy coming in wanting your spot um, and so it was great you know he pushed through that I think that was part of the reason that he had the success he did I just believe you gotta you gotta do a lot of hard things before you're going to see results out there when it counts so I think that was something hard that he had to do that gave him confidence at the end of the year and and then obviously they had a discussion in the off season that hey you need to go this way and I need to go this way so we can both contribute to this program so they, they feed off each other well now and, and are great training partners. I've heard there's some pretty good stories of those two scrapping in the practice room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those two, are, they're fun to watch. We can't put them together too often because we're worried that we're going to be in the, um, in the emergency room because there's a <laughs> lot of, lot of twisting and turning that we don't want to see <laughs> in the practice room we want to see out there. So,
10: What kind of impact have you seen St. John have on
1: Marcus? They've just kind of hit it off from day one. Uh, St. John just kind of gravitated towards Marcus and saw a lot of talent there and spent a lot of time together. And obviously you can see a lot of, you know, Marcus got real le- good leg attacks and St. John's had a lot of good leg attacks and can teach leg attacks really well. So there's been a bond there for those two guys. Uh, similar personality, super kind of to themselves a little bit, not outgoing. But when they get together in the wrestling room, there's a lot of learning and a lot of back and forth, good back and forth. All right, let's go. Thanks.
9: Um, what do you remember about last year's experience at the national tournament? I know winning, you know, different lens than maybe <laughs> some other guys. But uh, um, what was it about, you know, finally getting the opportunity to navigate that tournament? Like, what do you remember about it?
11: Um, I was thinking about that, you know, this past week. Just kind of remembering. Uh, it was definitely one that, Uh, I definitely couldn't forget, just because there's a lot of things that happened that, uh, not even just the wrestling, just uh, not being able to see my family um, because of COVID and things, and um, just, there's a lot of just little uh, adversity um, that I had to go through a little bit. And it was good because I was able to overcome it and just wrestle and have fun. And so I think at the end of the day, I remember reminding myself, and actually Brooks told me this you know, when I got there. He was just like, dude, just, just wrestle. If you, if you just wrestle, you'll be fine. He's like, you don't have to worry about anything else. And so I was like, yeah, oh, I guess you're right. Just go out there and wrestle. And that was kind of the message, and I'm going to continue with that message going into this uh, coming up Nationals. Just wrestle, have fun, and don't worry about anything else.
9: Yeah. Is that the, that the same message you're probably going to share with everybody else, or is there anything like little or particular that you're trying to share with them before you guys head out?
11: Um, Everyone's journey is different. Like I said, last year was just so unique. Um, There's a lot of uh, just being the first national tournament I've been able to go to. uh, And it was just so crazy how everything worked out. And I think this year, uh, the message is really just, this is something we love to do. There's really no pressure. Just go out there and have fun, wrestle, put on a show. And when our guys do that, I think we're going to have a lot of All-Americans, a lot of guys in the finals, so that's the goal. Just go out there and just wrestle as hard as you can, have fun with it, smile, Um, enjoy the process. Sometimes we get caught up in like, oh, i got to win this match, i got to do this. Just go out there and enjoy it, have fun.
9: Um, I know you talked a little bit about Marcus before um, Tulsa, just how that guy was going to, you know, he's he's coming for heads. Um, How much more, after everything he went through that weekend, how much more mental toughness has he kind of shown you or how much do you like you know like all that that guy's been through like how do you kind of assess how tough he really is now
11: I mean I'm really impressed by him he's just he's a hard worker um, he's a great person on and off the mat and it's someone that you, you want to see do well um, especially in March someone you want to see uh, achieve his dreams so I'm definitely rooting for him to come out and have a great great NCA tournament and I think he can do it if he believes in himself and believes in his offense. And the way he wrestled that, the backside of uh, the Big 12s, just going out there and just shooting, being relentless, just beating the crap out of guys. If he goes out there with that mindset right away, you're going to see a lot of Marcus Coleman at Nationals. You're going to see him dominating and beating a lot of good guys. How fiery are the practice room scraps between him and Younger? Oh, crazy. If you guys can <laughs> do that, you guys would have popcorn and pop and just sitting down <laughs> for days so i enjoy watching it so it's it's awesome yeah i think we're good David. Right. Go thanks Dave.
9: Thank-
10: do you want to start
9: let's go for it
10: <laughs> marcus how is uh training and just you know reef getting refreshed to go from tulsa to nationals this week
6: oh good it's been a really good training phase you know i've just been relaxed and focused on the goal and just ready to go
9: how uh how are you doing up here after everything that you went through in Tulsa and
6: really over the last week or so I'm doing better you know I kind of I guess had a little bit of closure with uh, memorial and you know but I'm just trying to stay focused right now on nationals and you know I'll grieve and do whatever I need to after nationals so
9: yeah what ways are kind of helping you stay focused
6: um, just focusing on wrestling, doing the things I've been doing all year. You know, keeping the routine the same, and you know, really just coming in with a good mindset every day. Yeah.
5: He's a killer.
9: <laughs> How much? Uh, I do you mind if we ask you about your? Yeah, a go bit? ahead. What? Uh, I, what was kind of your guys' relationship like?
6: Uh, he was, you know, he's kind of like a father figure growing up to me. You know, he was a man that you know I modeled my life after. And it was just really hard because he's one of my biggest fans, you know he's always I know he was always watching my wrestling every meet and every time I talk to him, that's the first thing he brought up was my wrestling, so it was pretty tough, you know hearing that at big twelves because I knew he' was my biggest fan yeah
9: he was he was on the side of the family that introduced you to wrestling, right
6: oh uh, yeah, yep, my uncle got me into wrestling, and it's his father, so yeah. Did he uh did he have a wrestling background at all? Yeah, he wrestled in high school. You know, I think he went to state. I'm not sure exactly what his accolades were, but yeah, he was a wrestler as well. Yeah. Well we did you guys talk
9: about wrestling quite a bit, I mean, all the way through high school and even now.
6: Yeah, I mean every time he saw me he was we were talking about wrestling and when we were little he'd wrestle with me all the time, so
9: That's pretty cool. But it was
6: important to both of us.
9: Yeah. Yeah. How uh, was he at basically like every home meet or even every away meet or?
6: Oh uh, yeah, he he would come a lot, but you know his health started to get bad there at the end. So he would watch all the time on whatever I was wrestling on. They'd get a, they'd get him like a login or whatever he needed. So
9: yeah. Can we? I, what what happened to him?
6: Uh, cancer. He died of uh, cancer. Yep. Damn man. I'm sorry. Yeah.
9: Um. What have I? What's the last week been like? I guess just between Tulsa and the Memorial and just talking with family and whatnot?
6: It's just been busy, you know. I've been, I went back to Waterloo for the Memorial and then just with training, just keeping myself really busy. So I haven't really had time, you know, to kind of digest it because this time of year is really busy and you got to lock in on wrestling. But
9: Yeah. yeah. In In a weird way, is it kind of, I don't know, having to focus on wrestling and this time of the year maybe beneficial just to keep busy, I guess?
6: Yeah, yeah, I think. Kind of, I haven't really, yeah. Like I said, like I haven't had time to think about it just because every day I'm doing something, you know. I don't have a lot of downtime right now, so
9: yeah. Um, at Tulsa, like, what? How'd you kind of assess your performance overall? Just you know, on the mat.
6: It was all right, you know. I went in with the goal to be a Big 12 champ. You know, lost that semifinals match, but I liked the way I wrestled Sunday. I bounced back, and you know, just kind of let it loose.
9: Yeah. What have uh, what have you maybe been working on, or how, how often have you actually been on the mat since
6: then? Uh, Often. I've just been working on just going, you know, when I'm pulling the trigger, getting to my attacks. I'm wrestling my best, so it's kind of more of a mindset. It really wasn't technical things. It's just a mindset, go out there and get after it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, one of the other
9: things I wanted to ask you about was you and you and younger in the practice room I've heard some tremendous stories mm-hmm. of
6: you guys practicing together mm-hmm.
9: what 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 are those what are some of those like like
6: man younger is an animal he's so explosive so athletic so we get into some crazy scrambles and we'll go after it you know coach will say first three takedowns and we'll be at, we'll be wrestling 10 minutes after everyone else so he's so fun to wrestle and he's been huge to my development this year without younger I wouldn't I don't think I'd be as good as I am so I'm so glad that we got him yeah. yeah well in what
9: ways or maybe what's where have you seen maybe your biggest strides or improvements since you've been able to kind of practice with him and wrestle with him?
6: On my feet I think you know because when he gets to a leg I got to give everything to defend it off so I think my defense has gotten better and as well he's hard to finish on so when I get to a leg I think he's helped me improve you know finishing on some of those guys. Yeah
9: I, one of the other things that Dresser was telling us was that just wrestling with him and you know everything that went down last year with both you guys at 97 just the Maybe you grew up a little bit in terms of just like overall toughness. I, would you Would you agree with that? Or
6: yeah, when you got a stud like him coming in, you know, I got a, I had to raise it up a few levels. So I think just that competitive of last year helped out a lot. And then now that we're at different weights, you know, it's really good for our team and our lineup.
9: Yeah. How much have I just? It seems like that toughness that you built, you know, having to wrestle him and wrestle him off and whatnot last year. it Seems like that's carried over into this year.
6: Yeah, later. for sure you know just the improvements I made last year you know in the off season I just kept building off them so definitely yeah.
10: what kind of things have you you know do you do to kind of help yourself mentally train to get yourself in the best position uh for this weekend
6: um you know just kind of what I tell myself you know just I'm focusing you know one takedown at a time this weekend so just really honing in on on um wrestling in the moment, you know, not thinking too far ahead, and not thinking about what happened in the past. So just staying really honed in on the moment. So like one practice at a time, one workout at a time. Um, and then how has
10: it been to be able to transition into you, your guys' individual workouts with yours being with St. John? Sorry, i said say again. Uh, just your workouts, you know, your the impact St. John has had on you.
6: Oh, he's just a huge impact. You know, he's been working with me since I've been 18 years old. So we built a great relationship over the past couple of years and, you know, He knows what's best for me he knows what I got to work on and you know I give 100% effort for whatever he says so
9: um when you committed here originally you were I mean you were one of KJ's guys yeah and then you you stuck around after the coaching change how's the relationship with this coaching staff kind of evolved over you know the course of your career you
6: know it's been amazing I really didn't know what to expect when I first got here but I think it was a perfect fit you know I transitioned really well and you know I'm one of the only guys left from my class so yeah I think, yeah, it's been it's been great. Yeah, what? Really uh, glad I made a decision to stay here. Yeah. Yeah.
9: Well, what? What ultimately? I, I know you're from Ames, but what? What kept you around?
6: Um, Dresser gave me a call, you know, right after he got the job, and kind of just explained it and said he believed in me, believed I could be a superstar, and just liked what he said. You know.
2: It's spring break. I'm gonna drink. I out and do as I speak in the mic, so actually there's no better place to spend spring break than Detroit. No doubt about it. Well, it's really wherever wherever the national tournament's at that's where's the best place to spring spring break to be spent at least for for wrestling. Um, you know for me, we get the brackets early, so I mean we we got those guy we got those on Wednesday, so you know we know our matchups first round and really try to keep guys focused on that. Um, you know, I mean, as, as coaches, you you look and you plan ahead, but you you don't know how the bracket's going to shake out. So, you know, really, it's it's the first one that's in front of us. We got eight guys going. Cale uh, Happel's an alternate, so he'll he'll come with us to Detroit. He'll weigh in everything. If something happens to someone earlier in the week, or something happens at weigh-ins, um, then he'll 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 stand by and be ready to wrestle and compete if need be. Um, you know, it's the first time I think I've sent. Eight, so you know. Hopefully, we get a ninth, um, and I don't know, like I said. Focus on our first round matchup. I can't say much more than that. Um, other than that, you know, I heard Coach A talking about, you know, a little bit fear and taking risk and all those things. And really, you know, we talked to our guys a lot about just not changing a whole lot, um, not making the moment bigger than it needs to be. I mean, we're prepared and ready. Um, man, heck. We, Our guys, our guys uh, from this season and some of these guys, it's not just one season or two seasons, three seasons. Some of these guys are putting in multiple years of doing things at an incredibly high level for a long time. Um, And and when they get their opportunity, just make the most of it. I try to remind the guys of a couple things. One was, you know, two years ago, to me, the worst possible thing could happen for a coach happened. We got our tournament taken away. We didn't get the opportunity. These guys all get the opportunity. Every single one of these guys is going to get a chance to go out there and wrestle. So, man, to, to do anything other than smile about that, um, I don't know. I don't know because, man, that, I think this one, that will wear on for a long time, you know, that 2020. And then last year, um, you, know, you didn't get to have full crowd. And now this year, you know, it's, it's going to be back full crowd. And it's probably as deep and tough a tournament as it's been in any year that I can think of. Um, so, you know, one incredible opportunity for our guys, but also just to be grateful for the opportunity. But also when you, when you know you're prepared, I think it's a, it's a great place to be. Now it's just kind of counting down the time. Um, you know, we've been pretty, pretty light this week, a lot, of, a lot of individual work and just getting guys in the right frame of mind because some, some guys need some different things right now. Um, I think all our coaches are pegged in on our guys and what they need. Um, like I said, we'll be, we'll be ready to scrap. Thursday, Thursday afternoon, Noon, noon's the first session. Um, we leave tomorrow. But, you know, I can talk about matchups a little bit. Um, <clears throat> seeds, seeds are seeds. You know, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think much past it. You know, once you get them, you get them. When you start seeing the bracket and the bracket set, it's where it is. You know, bitching and complaining about it doesn't do any good. <laughs> you know, and that's really for everyone else to talk about anyway. It's not for our guys to worry about or concern themselves with. It's the first match that's in front of him. So for Brody Teske, he's got Noah Certain from Missouri. They've wrestled before. Um, Got to watch the guy, know well. He's prepared for him. you know. And then to me, that sets the tone uh, for the whole team. You know, Bisco, he's in his first tournament, but, man, he's been wrestling incredibly well. The kid from Chattanooga will will be ready for him. Uh, 49, Collins in his first tournament, um, wrestles Bartlett. And, you know, one thing I think about with that is, He's going to have a whole lot of fans. <laughs> going to have a whole lot of Iowa fans and and Michigan fans and everyone else because you know you wrestle Penn State, so he'll get to hear he get to hear that crowd loud for him. Uh, Derek's got a pigtail match. Uh, Russell's kid from Ohio, and then would would come into car. Uh, Yent has Valencia, uh, Arizona State. Runyon's got <laughs> Oklahoma. Kitty's wrestled a couple times. Uh, the heck does Parker have I should know that Parker has Wisconsin um and then Tyrell has he's he's a pigtail match too he wrestles with Princeton and he he would he would wins his match he'll he'll wrestle uh Steveson so yeah we know a lot of the guys that we wrestled I can tell you this that every match is different and just because you you maybe kicked the, the dog out of the guy the last time doesn't mean anything this time and if that happened the other way around then it doesn't mean anything every match is different and we'll be prepared for it um you know I know I keep saying stay, stay firmly fixed on what's in front of you because I get caught ahead. And, you know, I mean, everyone does Everyone does the, the, the March Madness bracket, you know, and then the bracket never goes to where you think it's going to go. Same thing in wrestling. You don't know what's going to happen other than what's in front of me. Man, if I know I move to the next match, then that's really all I'm concerned with. Whoever shows up beyond that, we'll have them prepared and ready for that. Um, but, man, excited, obviously, to take eight guys, hopefully, it, I mean, you never hope something happens to someone, but um, Happo will be ready if need be. If not, he certainly gets that experience, and I don't know, there's something different about being there, uh, being down on the floor, being around it, warming up, weighing in. Um, now it's just managing our emotions. That's really that's really what this last whole week has been about. Not a lot of work, because the work's been done, because we've done work for months and months and months, and some of these guys years and years and years. And so now, now it's taking a deep breath and Man, enjoying the opportunity that's in front of us in a capacity crowd. I can't wait for that. I'm going to tell you that. I can't wait for that. can't wait to have a capacity national tournament crowd. Man, it's electric. And, I don't know, that's what I'm looking forward to on Thursday morning. So, I don't Any questions? Uh, For Tyrell, what's the challenge coming out of the the bottom overall seed in his bracket? What's the challenge there? No challenge. I mean, disrespect as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't matter. You're in the tournament too. 33 1 10 2 12 28 27 I go through every number it doesn't matter he's at the tournament if you're the bottom seed heck the you know kid from uh, sheets from Oklahoma State last year was 33 seed he was actually he was actually about to get cut he was about to get his ACL repaired they call him hey you got you got you got a spot and he placed so I don't know I just I think you're grateful that you're there 33 fine let's blow that up because you win that next match then you're 32 and then whatever I mean then you you roll into one if you want to if you want to win a national title you're gonna have to be the one seed anyway maybe around so just try to do it earlier but focus on the first match but I don't know I don't look into that stuff a whole lot we got two guys that are 33 like hey, great you're in the tournament to me that they get an extra match great they get to be the first ones out there. And we get score we could score points first. So I like it.
5: How much do you draw back, share with your experience when you were competing uh, at the Nationals with the guys
2: that are going this year? Yeah, I mean he, Some. I mean heck it's going on it's going on twenty plus years. <laughs> oh man, I'm getting old. But I mean, you certainly share some of those things and in, in the experience that you've had. And more than anything, as a coach, you start seeing certain things with that kind of maybe, maybe, maybe getting guys way more than anything, and be able to to be able to push some of that stuff aside. Knowing your athlete well, because each guy's a little bit different um, in what they need. But you know, we've had some we've had some guys that have went through it in the last handful of years. I mean, we got a guy that was a national champion a few years ago. So I mean, I can he I am like, hey, go talk to him. Go ask him. He just he just did it. Uh, but you try to always impart all, every, every bit of wisdom and every bit of experience that you have. Um, and then you try to relate to each guy because some of them are going to, you know, they just, they'll take it a little bit different or they just need to hear something a little bit different, but I don't, I mean, they're never going to be defined by their wins and losses. I think that's one thing that these guys have to understand what, what we talk about, the things that we, we talk about being as a program isn't, it isn't built on your wins it's built on how you prepare. It's how you respond to the challenge. It's how man, gritty and tough you are. How coachable you are. How much you give back to your yourself or your team. That's more what we're concerned with, and we want to win, absolutely. <laughs> but I think we get in in these moments, and you guys see it, and you guys are around, and you're around, uh, and just you see all the pressure that you know everyone starts to put on them because I have to win this, or I have to win because I'm defined by this, and. Um, <sighs> We try to get them, I guess, steeped in something bigger than that, and always be able to 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 have something that's bigger than that that's in their life. And to me, the program stands for something more than that anyway, and them as individuals do too. So I think you try to relay that more than anything. And that you're prepared. I mean, I truly believe our guys are prepared as well as anybody. And now it's going out and competing. Um, And I don't. It's unwritten who's who's those top eight spots right now. And we have as much say and we have as much opportunity as anyone else that's in that bracket. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I probably try to relay everything to them. But certain things they have to learn to themselves. There was a couple of things I told the team. And I told the things about the 2020 team because, I mean, just always being grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, I talked about the guys last year that went. And every one of them, and, we, and I don't know if I've talked about it, but every guy who, after they left that tournament was like, man, there was more there. I wish I would have believed when I started. So now the, all these guys have that opportunity in front of them. They 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 can they can they can start by believing that they can go be on the stand or they can win. They got to start with that. They can't hope that it happens in the middle of it, because then it doesn't happen. Then you're sitting back and you're like, "Well, damn, why did I wait?" <laughs> you can win right away. I mean, heck, Parker was third as a freshman last year, so guys can do it. And now uh, it's just guys taking advantage of that opportunity, man, and not making the moment too big, which is easier said than done. Don't get me wrong. So. You can try to see how, when I try to relay a little bit of wisdom, how, where it goes. (laughs) But I don't think you can ever emphasize things too much or, you know, just, I'm excited for these guys to compete. That's, that's where it's at. You know, I don't, I think it's now it's just kind of the time's just ticking. Like, let's go, let's go now. We talk about who can manage our emotions the best and who can, you know, who can be the best at waiting. It's a skill too.
4: So.
2: What do you determine a successful tournament? I I don't think I've ever walked out of the national tournament and been like, man, we we tapped out. That's even being on teams that won, because it's just you, you got you got such a you got so many guys going. Um, I could tell you what our team wanted to, wants to do and what they've that they've set out to do, and the first thing that they put up up on the board was man, seven minutes of hell. And so that means seven minutes of focus and fight and hustle and staying in a match. And no matter what happens, that they respond. If we do that up to a man, I mean, there's some certain things that haven't happened at this program for a long time. I don't think we've been in single digits for a long, long time. You know, so that's certainly, a, to me, a start. But I'm not going to – I'm never going to be that guy that's going to limit like, well, you know, I hope, we get, I hope we get this or I hope we get that. Because what if I – oh, I hope we have – what if I said that we – I hope we have four All-Americans. And then there's four other guys, and I'd be like, well, well who the hell's not going to be the All-American? Which one is it? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm never going to ever say that, that, that our guys can't do certain things, man, because I know they can. I know it's possible. I know it's within them. Um, so it's more of what, hey, if we step on the mat ready to wrestle from the first whistle, from the first score, from the first position, from the first period to the first match, to the next one, then it'll be a successful tournament because – I know how we'll compete, um, so I'm I'm probably skirting around the answer. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put any. I mean, you know what? Yeah, I want to be single digits as a team, so that means, okay, that's a wide range. That's one to nine. You'd like to be the the smaller the better, but our our team's capable of that.
11: One week later, how does the Big Twelve tournament performance sit with you?
2: There was a lot of positives from it. I mean, there certainly was a lot of a lot of positives from, you know, I think we had five guys in the top three. You know, I think that was that's close to as many as any team. Um, you know, we had three guys that didn't score any points, though. That's hard. It's hard to win a tournament that way. Um, and you got to have everyone scoring points and everyone going deep and making deep runs. But I thought it was guys being prepared and ready and, like, man, in big moments, I don't think anyone kind of – made it too big you know the it's a it's a tough tough tournament and it continues to get deeper um so I thought we competed well just heck man we're still 30 points short but getting eight guys to the national tournament that's that's certainly a start that's a lot of opportunities I mean that's that's a lot of opportunities to score a lot of points and you know, so you kind of you kind of go from there. Like I, I probably moved on. You move on that stuff pretty quick. You evaluate, you check it, you you look through things, and then you get ready for the next thing. Because I've had guys, I've had teammates that have placed fourth in a tournament, and then they win the national tournament two weeks later. So had guys that won the tournament, then they then they they don't place or go anywhere. You know, so and it's it's just about having the opportunity in front of us, man, and not really not making it too big, man, enjoying it. And I know I'm going to enjoy it. Like I said, man, that 2020, that burned hard. It hurt. That hurt. That that really hurt to not, for those guys not to get the opportunity. That's the most painful thing to me, something that they earned. And these guys all earned it. Now, heck, man, that's not a weight or a burden. That's a, dude, let's let's go enjoy this thing. Let's go have a freaking Saturday night. We'll have a bunch of kickstarts and celebrate, you know, we'll celebrate the season that we had. Sending everything's on ESPN, ESPN or ESPN Plus. But, I, I mean, the coverage has become incredible. I mean, so, I mean, you can watch you can watch everything. You can watch every match. You can watch every match. Um, I still don't think anything replaces being there. You know, I know fans haven't been able to be there the last two years. And I imagine that they're going to be pretty excited to be there. And hopefully they're going to be real loud. And I know from our standpoint, hopefully we get a whole hell of a lot to cheer about. Uh, but nothing like hearing the roar of that crowd, man. I can't wait to hear it. Thursday, Thursday morning, Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday night, and then really Saturday night, hearing that damn roar of the because we got guys that are capable of being there, and they're planning on being there. So, all right, thanks.
3: Again, always thankful for their time and for your time, and that's really it for today, guys. Be sure to rate and review the show, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your shows. Follow your boy on Twitter, at Cody Goodwin, Instagram, Cody J. Goodwin, and of course, be sure to subscribe to catch all my stories, mailbags, analysis, and videos. Don't want you guys to miss a thing this week in Detroit, so be sure to subscribe, be sure to tune in, be sure to read. Gonna have a bunch of good stuff coming for you before the tournament, and then during those crucial three days, once we get to Little Caesars Arena. You can Find links to do all of that as well as stories and videos from this past week in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, you guys. We will talk again soon.
2: excited for these guys to compete that's that's where it's at you know i don't know i think it's now it's just kind of the time's just ticking like let's go